Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Legion of Writers podcast, episode two. This first author interview was conducted off-site, so please bear with us. Hey, everyone, this is uh, Laura Perez with Legion of Writers podcast. I'm here today with uh, my special guest, Celeste Curie. Uh, She has been quite an uh, impactful young lady in her young life, and I'm going to let her explain to you some of the things that she's done. So, Celeste, how are you today? Hello, Miss Laura. I'm doing well, thanks. How are you? Thank you for being here. I wanted to ask um, for our audience out there, how old are you? I'm 14 years of age. 14 years of age. And at 14, how many things have you published? I have two published works, and I'm working on the third. (laughs) Very good, very good. So would you say that writing for you is one of your passions? Oh, definitely, if not my biggest passion. Okay, outstanding, outstanding. So I know you're part of the Orlando East Writers Group uh, that I'm a member of, and uh, you participate in the Thrill of the Hunt anthology, correct? Yes, I do. Um, I have a lot of fun. Everyone there is just so amazing and inclusive. I really love it. It's definitely been one of the biggest things to help me uh, keep going with this with this uh, writing journey. Very good. So I know you like writing scary stories. Yes, I do. I love writing scary stories. It's really great because uh, always growing up, I was like this huge scaredy cat with really bad anxiety. And as soon as I started writing, um, it's just really helped to project all of that out of you know my mind and just onto paper and it's really just helpful that's awesome that's awesome not everybody realizes that uh, writing can be a cathartic experience so let me ask you this so what kind of scary stories do you like to write about um i really love writing about psychological thrillers it's always just something that has you know run around in my mind and i just really like it very good so besides writing what else do you do well, I'm a fencer, and um, I, I, well, this is also kind of writing, but I do write um, TV show scripts for my parents and family. I like fencing, and I'm homeschooled. I do a lot of art, and... Um, Don't you make soaps? Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I make soaps. Uh, I'm a child entrepreneur. Uh, I'm actually um, in the Library of Congress with my mom, and we're just talking about my my journey. I make all-natural soaps to help the environment, and I donate money to endangered species of sea aquatic animals. Wow. And you're how old again? 14 years old. 14? I think you've done more in your 14 years than I've done my whole life. Thank you. So what do you find to be the hardest thing about writing? Well, Miss Laura, um, I am a bit like Hemingway in the way that I have the worst spelling out of anyone I know. So that's always been a bit of a struggle for me. But writing, again, has been helpful with that, and it's getting better and better. Also, um, I'm a bit incapable of just... (laughs) I write way too much, and then I have trouble editing and cutting off pieces of my writing because, again, I love it all so much that it's difficult to get rid of it. But, you know, my family helps me, and we find a way to make it readable and legible. So you don't like to kill your darlings? No. (laughs) You don't like to kill your... Do you keep them for later, though? Of course, yes. So something that you cut out of one story, you may well just use in another story. Yes, exactly. Okay. 
So where did you learn that? Um, my parents do that a lot because, uh, you know, they're movie makers, um, apart from being, you know, Fencing Academy, they do a lot of, uh, writing on their own, and I, I've just grown up seeing my parents always be like, well, we can't use this character in this episode, so I guess we'll bring her in a couple episodes later, or even in this movie, not, I guess we'll use her for the next one, or even not characters, scenes or anything. There's just always a way to make it work. Wow. So for someone as young as you, you kind of have quite a grasp on the whole killing your darlings, but possibly using them for something else. That's something most folks don't realize until much later in their writing career. Oh, okay. Did you know that? No, I had no idea. Killing your darlings is one of the worst things to do. Yes, I think I've only done it once or twice, and it was pretty difficult. Well, according to Stephen King, sometimes you gotta kill them. Yes, exactly. Of course, he may re resurrect them in another story, but who knows? Right? <laughs> All right. So, I know you were nervous to do this interview, and I'm not going to keep you on here forever, because I have some things I need to say to these folks as well, but um, what would you offer as some advice to young writers everywhere? Well, for one, I would definitely say don't let your age stop you because, um, you know, it means nothing because your mind is there and your heart is there and that's all that matters. And don't be self-conscious about your work because even just jotting it down on paper is already an accomplishment. And don't beat yourself up because I know I do that a lot and it's just a brick wall that you need to get through and every writer gets through it um, at some point. But just, again, just putting it down on paper is already a huge accomplishment. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, Miss Lara. I had a lot of fun. Young writers are important to the writing community, but did you know that it doesn't matter how old you are, when you decide to start, what you've written in the past, what you decide to resurrect, it's never too late to follow your writing journey. It is never too late to publish your work. It is never too late to achieve your dreams. And if your dream is about seeing something that you wrote in publication, then I say go for it. No one should ever deny themselves their dreams. When Celeste and her mom first joined our writers group, the Orlando East Writers Group, I invited her to participate in the Thrill of the Hunt anthology because she was really driven to be able to write something, something that tore at you, something that called to you. And the first one that we did was uh, Urban Legends, uh, Urban Legends Reimagined. And she wrote one that was just a typical little ghost story, and it scared the heck out of me. And the reason it did was because I didn't truly expect a 14-year-old to be able to write the way that she did. She surprised me, and I know she'll surprise you. Celeste is one of those people that likes to pass on what she's learned. So yeah, she's in the Library of Congress, she sells her soaps, she promotes her fencing academy with her parents, uh, she writes on the side for their um, artistic works, the stuff that they um, produce. She is pretty much well-rounded and well-accomplished. And all of this is at age 14. Can you imagine what kind of a future she has? Growing up, I remember watching my mom write into the middle of the night. My mom's been writing for, gosh, 80 years at least. God willing, she'll be 90 this year. And she doesn't show any signs really of slowing down. Sure, her age limits her a little bit, but her mind is always working. I want to be that person. 
I want to be like Celeste, doing it while I was young. I want to be like my mom, doing it her whole life. I want to be my mom. I want to still be writing at age 90. I decided to feature a young writer this time around because I need all of us to understand that age truly is just a number. There are no limitations except those that we set on ourselves. As writers, we do that pretty easily. Self-doubt, disbelief in our abilities, knowing that no one's going to read what we wrote, knowing for sure that no one's going to care. But it doesn't matter. What matters is what you believe and what you want to produce. Part of the purpose of this podcast is to inspire, to get you out there, to read, to write. I'm an avid reader, and when I don't have that opportunity to read as much as I want, I feel like I'm losing touch with something. So when I need to involve myself, if I'm not writing, I am reading. Now, don't laugh. I don't limit myself. I read a little bit of everything. That means I read Harlequin romances. I read fantasy novels. I read zombie books. I read nonfiction. I read biographies. I love to read anything that will expand my mind. And if it's something I can lose myself in, even better. Hunger Games, great example. By the time I was halfway through the first book, I was Katniss. Um, Insurgent, same thing. Didn't like the way it ended, but author's choice. Um, all these books that, that call to us, the Harry Potter series, I mean, you want to lose yourself in magic. You want to lose yourself in that other world because sometimes reality is a bit much. But think about it. When we don't read, well, how do we exist? How do we progress? If you don't read, you don't learn about new things. You don't learn about society. You don't learn about how else you can interact with other people. You don't find connections. So one of the things I like to do is whenever I meet kids or whenever I meet anybody, really, I always ask them, what do you like to read? If you ever come by one of my booths when I'm at a, a, a book festival, I will always ask you, what do you like to read? I never ask, do you want to read my stuff? I always say, what do you like to read? Because maybe it's something I have something in common with, with them. So as writers, as authors, as human beings, just remember reading and writing is the most important thing that you can do as a human being. And if you start early, you start them as children, it's even better. Celeste is a great example of that, as are so many others. And I'd like us all to encourage them wherever we can. This is Laura Perez signing off for now. Our next podcast is probably going to feature Kathleen Lopez, local author here in Orlando. And uh, peace out. Peace out.